0: Hey, hello and welcome back, everyone. This is Ben Chiriboga, the Chief Growth Officer here at Nexel, coming to you with another This Legal Life. I am very, very excited today to be speaking with Christine Lindenberg, who is the Marketing and Communications Director at Virchholm. Christine, welcome to the This Legal Life podcast.
1: Thank you, Ben. um, I'm very happy to be here and having this conversation with you.
0: I am as well. So we were talking a little off camera, as everybody does before we get started in the podcast, and you are located in... Oslo in Norway, and it is a beautiful, I understand, summer day there. And we were talking a little bit about what it's like being Norwegian in the summer. Do you want to maybe kick us off with what that means to Norwegian people, as at least the Northern Hemisphere gets into the uh, to the warm climate uh, of our of our of our time around the sun? Uh, tell us a little bit about summertime in Oslo.
1: Yes, Ben, um, since we have four kind of distinct seasons in Norway, we're really looking forward to, to spring and summer where we can really be outside all the time. And Norwegians uh, are really looking forward to go to their cabin, go tenting or to their camping, um, being outside near a lake, just relax, being together with friends and family uh, or else, we also lo- love to go to to Spain, especially south of France, and uh, and uh, to to warm climates. So that's how Norwegians are. Being outside all summer is, is is very common for Norwegians.
0: Yeah, when you think about uh, maybe a good um, a good experience that you've had previously in the summer, maybe even back to when you were younger. Is there anything, any memory that you feel like is very indicative of being in summer? Any events?
1: It's actually the s- simplicity of, of sitting outside uh, late, because in in, in in Norway, the sun doesn't go down until uh, in the middle of the night, so the, mm-hmm. the, the, the sun is up and... You feel very special being outside with friends and just uh, eating some um late dinners, just uh, listening to music, just uh, relax and enjoy is 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 the best. I'm taking maybe a night swim or something like that. That's really things that stands out and uh, yeah. the simplicity, yeah.
0: It sounds beautiful. I would love to be there. You know, I uh, I was telling you the story about how my summer has not started very simple, but still, uh, still a blessing to 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 have it. Um, well, you know, Christine and I are wishing everybody a great summer, I know, as we go in. And today I'm really excited to uh, talk a little bit uh, about growth initiatives and the importance of growth initiatives, how to uh, set them, how to uh, set up teams um, and really uh, bring the firm uh, together to to launch them. But before we get into that, do you want to talk a little bit about uh, your background as the Director of Marketing and Communications at the firm? Uh, you've been with the firm quite some time now, I think uh, upwards of, of 10 years, 17 years, if I'm not mistaken. So it's been it's been a wonderful time uh, at the firm. Do you want to tell us a little bit about your history?
1: Uh, yes, um, I have been in the legal industry for a very long time, yes. Uh, and before that, I was in the audit uh, industry and uh, so I really like working in uh, partnership firms. Um, And I think I've been uh, staying in the legal industry for such a long time because it has been a great development of the the industry and it has been a lot of things uh, constantly evolving. um thing so so that's why i've i have stayed and i think it's just uh, incredible working with a uh, lot of bright people uh in a in an industry that's um so so much things has happened
0: yes if you um if you think about the biggest dramatic change over the course of uh your last 17 years um is there anything that you would uh That you would explain to an alien you know we used to do it like this and now this has changed anything that really sticks out in your mind
1: i just think in in the beginning um sales and client development was not on the priority list so that has come with the increased competition the professionalism of of the law firms and, and the growth becoming large we're becoming larger there there needs to be more structure and there has been an increase of in demands uh, for how a, a law firm is driven and the role of the partners have also been increasing they're not just legal advisors anymore they are strategic. Uh, advisor and they need to follow up the the employees more closely. There are more demands from all aspects of of being a partner and that also demands increased support from from business support and the non-lawyers. So there has been a really professionalism uh, in the last years that has been really interesting to follow. And uh, and I'm always interesting um, interested in talking to other law firms and other, so I often I tend to 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 turn to the UK firm because I feel that they are a little bit in front of us in in the Nordics when it comes to business development, so to just discuss and and find out how they're doing things and and adopt that in our firm it's it's um, really valuable, so it's always things to learn and uh, and. And I think also that um, law firms, they they previously they like just turning the page, but now they they really need to 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 change to the changing market and uh, all everything is happening much more quickly. And and after uh, Corona, we have seen that we can turn around. More quickly than we thought we could, so th- there's a lot of demands uh, in ma- on many dimensions. So, so we really need to prioritize, and have a business plan that um, ticks all the important boxes that we need to deliver on.
0: Mm, yes. Um. So for sake of time, we're going to go into sort of our first pillar, but I'd love to, you know, at some point we'll have you back and and talk a little bit about why you feel like um, I'm very interested in the question about whether or not um, this changing dynamic, this professionalism into a business is being driven by the clients or whether or not it's being driven by competition. Obviously, both probably in some, in some measure. Um, and I would also say probably the, um, the increased nature of how connected uh, law firms are, let's say, with other businesses moving forward. I think, um, I think those three things are, always are very contributory. Why don't we go into one of our first pillars? And we're really here to talk about how to build a strong growth initiative team um, for your law firm. And I think the first sort of topic around that is maybe just describing growth initiatives and what does that mean? And everybody has a different idea about what growth means. Whenever I say a growth initiative, what's what's the first thing that comes to Christine's mind? Uh,
1: A growth initiative, it could be one specific area that we need to, to grow. Either a new practice area or a, a, a new uh, sector development, but but as a firm, um, it's important to have an overall strategy that that shows that we we want growth, and have have a plan for that, and have a defined plan helps us um, sort out what kind of initiatives underneath to support that overall strategy that is really important to to really achieve achieve the goals because when you have a big firm it's a it's it's could be silo a lot of silo work and and uh, different g- groups of 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 uh, lawyers and practice groups are working independently and and forget that to align to the overall strategy and that is if you're not tight on that uh, and have a consistent plan and share that internally it's um it could kind of that you don't achieve the goals that you set for the firm as an overall firm so but yeah
0: uh-huh. I want to ask you um, a little bit about the types of ways to grow. You mentioned um, uh, defining how you want to grow. Whenever I think of growth, I sometimes think about it from the perspective of, you know, first, you can acquire more people, uh, you can grow a new practice, new clients, sometimes you can hold clients longer um, and not, not lose as many clients. And maybe that's a function of better client service. Maybe that's a function of more services for that same client. And then sometimes, you know, there's, there's uh, I think about it as expansion, which is uh, same client being served by, by multiple different practice areas. Um, do you have anything anything to add to that sort of like framework? Is there anything else when you think about growing that that really means? could it be new products could it be new types of services um yeah i'd i'd love to get your ideas on that
1: yeah i think i think the main thing i i think it's the most important thing is to make sure that our largest clients are happy and get uh, get what they really need and make sure that they are on top of their strategy and we can support to make sure that we uh, provide everything they need to grow on the on the our most Important clients, but then again, um, when the market is uh, evolving as it is now, there's a lot of changes and new practice areas are, are kind of popping up, and we need to be, we want to take those market as a as a large full service firm. That is very important to, uh, for us to to make sure that that we are on top of these new areas and 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 grow in these areas. Um, so so I think that is important and. To, to be to kind of uh I, I think also we need to have the, the 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 relevant team we have to have enough resources we have to also recruit a little bit may, maybe more than we have at the moment so that we make sure that we can push so it's it's kind of a, a mix of things that we need to kind of um moderate and and monitor where do we push the buttons now to make sure that we are you know, on a constant move, uh, because I think it's so important for for a for a law firm and, and an ambitious big law firm to really grow, uh, to 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 move. Because if you stay still, it's 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 difficult with competition and attractiveness for all aspects. So that is the kind of overall goal. Um, so I think uh, it's a complex question, but I I think those are the things we really need That's- to pay attention to. Mm-hmm.
0: I um I very much enjoyed uh the nuance that you brought to the question. Many people I think tend to think of, about growth from the perspective of well growing just means more money. But I take your point to be somewhat different. It can it can be more revenue um and the revenue can come from many different ways. But it's also about evolution and growing from the perspective of growing from a um from something that you are today to something new, um, and I think, uh, I, and I think it's important that you hold both of those nuances uh, in your mind because it is kind of also about growing to meet the client, demand in that perspective. You would say that uh, if we could just make an analogy, a tree that goes that grows from a sapling to a large tree has grown, but it's still the same tree in some in some capacity, right? Um, mm-hmm. So I think it's just it's a good it's a good cut on this, which is how do we grow to continue to evolve effectively? Um, yeah. So I just I, I take your point.
1: Yeah, and I think and I think uh, in in the recent years. Um, I think the clients has evolved a lot because there has nah. been a lot of development, and they have been exposed for uh, so so many different things and, and and the technology has uh, advanced on their in the private uh, market sure. so they used to advance technology um, in their private life and uh, also the suppliers are uh, uh, their suppliers are, are evolving and and uh, the consulting firms are a- advanced in how they deliver their services and and as a legal uh, legal advisor we need to um, uh, pay attention to how uh, the client are situated in this uh, mix so so we need to to up our game uh, in how we deliver the legal services and we yes. need to be on top of things because the competition is everywhere from not only mm. the legal uh, the, the legal market for instance yep. if we want to be be a um, strategic legal advisor we need to compete with the management uh, consulting firms and uh, yep. and and we want that as a so so that that's even more demanding and we really need to understand where they're coming from um yes. and as uh, yes. as yes, yes. it it was b2b and then it was b2c and and now it's maybe b2p uh business yes, to people right. we it's need bad. to to yeah, see the totally people good. behind everything that's that's uh, <laughs> the moment totally, totally. i think yeah Absolutely.
0: I, uh, I want to take uh, the conversation now in a direction around, now that we've defined growth initiatives, take it into a direction around communication and alignment. Um, uh, anybody who's led teams and managed teams or even tried to push things through. Understand the difficulty that comes along with getting everybody to row in the same direction. A million different analogies play on the same team. Pass the ball to one another. Um, you, oh, can, yes. you can pick anything you want. Whatever resonates. <laughs> I um, you know, you are the director of marketing. That's an outward-facing role as well as communication. Communication can mean many things, of course. Communication can also mean internal communication. Do you want to talk a little bit about where? you have found success in internal communication whenever it comes to aligning goals. And really, it it probably goes without being said, how important it is to always remind everybody what is happening again and again and again and again, and and making sure that people stay aligned there.
1: Yes, yes, I love to talk about that. Uh, Internal uh, alignment is important and uh, you always think that you have said it once but you need to say things (laughs) and you need to repeat repeat things in in a variety of ways. ways. And I think the success with with, with internal communication when it comes to business strategy and our overall goals for the firm is actually to um, be very clear on what our goals are and and use internal... um, Platform and 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 um, communication channels like like we have these annual no 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 um, meeting for all our employees we have that physical and we have it digital and uh, we every now and then um, repeat what our goals overall goals are and 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 explain the the initiatives and give a status on how we're doing so to make sure that people are on board where we're. Going, because then it's easier for them to understand why we're doing things, and also why we're maybe changing things, because change is something that nobody likes, <laughs> and and to make them to make them um, come along on on these uh, uh, and and they feel included is is extremely important, and as a professional service firm, that is even more important because people are the product and they need to deliver and they are need to be motivated and engaged because the difference of how they deliver and how they work together is based a lot on motivation and engagement and and especially people that has that especially ambitious people they really need to know where we're going why they have a lot of questions then, then so so to repeat and have and and um, have um, sessions that that we can share these and they can understand is, is important. And then it's also and important to understand that when we have a plan, maybe we need to uh, reallocate our resources to to this area or spend more time on on these practice areas than these. But. That doesn't mean that they are not important but not we need to lift these up lift these and up they need to understand why, why so they don't feel that they are not prioritized in the same manner but uh, but we really need to 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 be transparent and make them understand because then it's much more efficient to to to, to reach our goals when people are included and feel informed and and yeah i think it's very very important
0: yeah. yes i am um, while you were talking i was looking the viewers won't, the listeners won't be able to hear this, but you will. I have a little thing on my thing that says, why, why do you think that? And it's a, it's, it's a, it's something to just remind me every day that what I have come to understand is it's not simply enough to say, do you understand what I'm, what we're saying? Do you understand the why? It's also, you have to take away you know their own version so you have to get into their own thinking to make sure that the thinking is sort of aligned so in some sense it's communicating communicating the thing asking them if they understand the why communicating again asking if they understand the why but then also understanding their own thinking as to why why they think you know x y x y and z and if you can meet that and you can sort of have that resonance and and it meets you know you you do have a higher chance of people understanding so it's not only just do you understand the words that i'm saying do i understand how you're thinking about things as well and that sort of coming together and of course it's 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 a lot of emotional emotional work and and cognitive work to be able to to, to hit that
1: yeah and that that's why i think it's important to to make sure you have a mix of of uh... Uh, channels you use to to get the message through to have like town halls and then you have um, marketing group meetings in in smaller groups and then you have digital uh, video link meetings to inform and then you have the one-on-ones and uh, and uh, to make sure that uh, everybody understands and and i think it's very important because then it makes the difference if you achieve the goals
0: Yes. I, um, I want to, uh, I want to go now into a little bit around uh, recruitment and strategy, you know, kind of a hard break out of it. We could continue to talk about the importance of alignment, but um, um, let's go into, to the people and making sure that the right people are in the right place. You know, I, in my own life and of course, uh, uh, in the context of Nexel, you know, it's, there's always this, for me, this, um, this idea around that floats into my head around development and how much can an organization develop, um, an individual, uh, person, uh, in their, in their role, while at the same time, assuming that the, assuming that, uh, the organization gets to, or needs something else, you know, this, this idea of balancing, development to people where they sort of need to be, combining that with the right person at the right time. And there is this difference between. I think, um, you know, you can comment on that, but of course, you know, it's still the case that as things evolve and as new growth initiatives come up, you need to be able to recruit and bring in the right people for the right time um, while also retaining retaining people. there's so much in there. Do you want to talk maybe just a little to, to begin with about w- how do you balance retaining and recruiting uh, for these sort of different initiatives? Uh,
1: yes. I, I think it's, uh, uh, it's, it's um, when you have these clear goals on where you're going, you need to bridge the gap on, on, on defining what do we have and what do we need. And then you have the constant base of recu- recruiting uh, st- students or, 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 or young lawyers that come in, and and then you define together with them where they, th- w- what kind of work they want to focus on. Uh, but also we need to kind of sh- lead the way a little bit on, on 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 where the needs are, and then it's the. Upskilling and reskilling of 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 uh, experienced lawyers when it comes to to where we need to put a focus on and where the work are. And as a as a full service um, uh, law firm, we we always have business somewhere, and, and maybe some areas are more heavy than others sometimes. And then we try to to reskill some of the lawyers, and they can uh, um, work on other areas than they. Plan to, and uh, and especially also with new practice areas, we really need to focus on getting them up to speed to the latest uh, uh, the latest competence that we need to deliver to the client and that they expect from us. Um, so it's um, yes. I think that's that's really uh, important, and to have a structure in 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 the development uh, program for for the whole firm, and and to 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 have a plan on where people need to be or should be, uh, and and have um, have. Um, Programs that they can um, adopt when it comes to legal uh, legal skills and then negotiation skills and all the others skills that need to be um, need to be in place for the complete uh, business lawyer. Uh, that is um, so. It's it's a really complex system that we need to uh, make work to to achieve the goals and and that they are happy with the with with how they develop in the firm. And that is important for us, that they are happy and feel that they are in a firm that take care of their career path.
0: Yes, yes. Can you speak a little bit to this hard question around uh, that I raised before? Because I really, I would would appreciate your perspective. You know, the difference between people where they're at, the ability to really upskill and the ability for them to upskill versus... You know, if you you know, can we bring them up, ver- and can we reskill them versus somebody who might be already there, and this and this tension that is natural, of course, and this 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 very hard not balance that seems to always be be present. How do you believe today, you know, the world sort of fits in terms of? On the one hand, everybody has the ability to be where they're at based on their own life circumstances, um, and at the same time, you still need to upskill and reskill people um, that may not be able to do it. Uh, versus versus that, do you? Um, where where do you feel like? Um, I don't want to use the word ethics or anything, but where do you feel like this this balance is, is drawn um, from that per- in, in in that situation?
1: It's it's a kind of tricky question because I I think um there are different roles that you can take upon in a in a in a large law firm you can you can focus on or you can go the path that is the commercial business path and then you can go um go to the practice area to really dig deeper into uh, practice area and really be an super expert uh, and then you can also take on roles as a leader and you can go into a lean on, um, lean on uh, HR and then you can go and um, develop new, um, um, to kind of change your focus to to go to new practice areas. So there's a, I think there's a, what, what has been the solution this for us is that. There's a lot of um, roles to fulfill and we try to kind of match up and we challenge the ones we think have the potential to, to go into that or that direction. And there's a lot of things because some are into tech and how we deliver to our clients. Some are rainmakers, some are coordinators kind of. And, and so, so I think we we really need um, an aspect of people and, and to make sure that we... Challenge people to Challenge to reach their potential. Reach their potential. Uh, that, is uh, and, that is important. And 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 sometimes if there sometimes if there are a mismatch, uh, a mismatch uh, that they yeah, do not yeah. want to go or to take upon these challenges, sometimes they find sometimes that they go in-house or go in do in other house. stuff and they see that. This career is not for us, and and uh, and that's no hard feelings. Because a, lo- a lot of people that or the people, so, some people that leave our firm are becoming our clients because they know the what they what they get from us and how how things work. It's just a, that was was not the right fit for them. So it's just to kind of try to balance and and uh, because that's life uh, and 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 uh, people change and. Uh, but we really want to explore the potential in each individual to make sure that we, yeah. And then that takes time and that takes, structure, takes, time. And takes yes. structure and takes yes. investment yes. from investment. both time and money, actually. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> yes, no. I couldn't agree with you more. Yes, totally. am. Yes, I, I it's been one of the most interesting questions that I've gotten the chance to explore with people and I really I, I appreciate your perspective. It's uh it's something that I take very serious for myself, you know, and um always want to be on the on the right side uh with, with the team and uh it's great to hear your perspective. Okay, so let's, uh, let's wrap up. I think we're going to go to get to our final pillar. Um, really enjoyed the conversation so far. And I see this as kind of the, uh, the last good question here. So just to wrap up, where have we been? Um, the first question was really about the importance of communicating and setting growth initiatives. If people do not know where they're going and they don't hear it in every single way, uh, they're really not going to be able to uh, get on board and, and row in the same boat. The second was the importance of having the right people in that in that place, and we started to get into the difference between um, um, making sure that you're recruiting the right people and also retaining them. But then I I, I, ha- I asked you a very difficult question, which is around uh, reskilling and upskilling, and the difference between development and um, how we find the right. Uh, the right balance between development versus versus making sure that the right person is there. Um, and it's always, um, uh, um, it's always for leaders a very difficult question. I think with striking the right balance between do we have the right person and can they get there with the right, with the right training and coaching, which gets us to the last question, which is the importance of having training and coaching, um, training and coaching in place. And, um, uh, one place that maybe I, I would I, I would love for you to go is ambitious people love training. And uh, professionals, uh, professional basketball players, they train all the time, right? So in some place, a good place to start maybe or think about it. But you take it where you want. But I always think about professional people love to get trained. Ambitious people are super coachable. The best ones are super coachable. They constantly want to get better and better and better. So having those training programs is super important. But let's talk about the need for, for training in the context of these growth initiatives?
1: Yes, that is uh, a very, very important question. And uh, I think law firms often have the basis of training, uh, training skills or training programs that goes to how to improve with their legal skills. And then in the last five, six, seven years, there has been a lot of additional Training that they need to com- be complete as a legal legal advisor um, as a client demand more. Um, so so we are constantly adding and e- evaluating additional skills that need to be adopted by the lawyers and that need to be trained. Uh, and I think we um, we really need to explore new ways of how the lawyers are getting trained. Uh, a combination how they actually want to learn things um, uh, that could be studied by themselves that could be classroom sessions that could be uh, webinars it could be um, multiple choice it could be a lot of a lot of things and and I think the combination that mot- motivates um, the lawyers to learn more is is that they have this uh, they learn from outside organizations. They are motivated to to have external input, and we also use the the the, the most skilled and eager and uh, also good uh, speakers internally to kind of engage and 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 learn each other. And we need to work in groups, and and also the the on the job training is really really important. And we have had these. Um, surveys among our employees once a year um, in for the last three, four years. And that has given us really valuable input. And what the lawyers really want and really, really need is to get feedback from the partners, feedback, constantly feedback on how to improve in the situation. And that is quite demanding in a in a, in a in a kind of hectic workday. But that is something that we really motivate our our partners to do. The senior lawyers how to constantly give feedback because that is the quickest way to to improve. And uh, and uh, and also we we really try to motivate also the ambitious people to make sure that they take responsibility for their own learning that they are curious they come with suggestions they search like my my 11 year old son when uh, I ask him a questions he comes he he just go to YouTube immediately to go to a, to, to go to, a, to to see how things are done and it's it's I did I don't do that but but that's the way the that way young that people young, do that. So yeah. when he gets older, he he has yes. uh, a total different setup on how he 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 um, will uh, train, uh, be, be trained, and and develop himself. So I think that is a constant thing that that wasn't there before, but we need to think about now. And um, so so uh, I think uh, also when it comes to artificial intelligence, oh, that, well, is, that is. That is really uh, something that we have grabbed now and to make sure that we train our lawyers to use artificial intelligence on the matters that are most useful for our clients. And then we combine s- skilling them on these things and how they can work together with our clients to kind of really um, um build a relationship on how to, to get the best of the both worlds and how we can do things better together and i think that is kind of uh, sticking sticking uh, relationship uh, goals for us as well so it's uh, it's um, hard times being um, <laughs> being a, a, a kind of front runner and and uh, needing to be and wanting to be yes, so wow. yeah
0: well i just want to say you know from from an outside perspective um the work that you're doing is fantastic, and the way that you're thinking about it is incredible. I um Nobody really has the answers. Somebody very much smarter to much smarter than me one time gave me a phrase that I come back to a lot and I tried to share which is we're sort of in a time between worlds. We we know what we're leaving and I think many of us can it's so hard to to see something like a 1950s or a 1960s law firm. Um, and of course, you know, you look back on it and it's kind of a cliche about what that what that looks like. Uh, but 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 it's very simple to see that that that's not where things really are or can can necessarily stay at the same time though, however, you know we I don't know if we know exactly where we're going and what what the next thing is. and so we're in the desert, of course, it's just a it's just a a popular uh, myth and a, and a metaphor, of course. but in the desert, you know i I try to always uh, share this you know, in the desert there's um um, moving together is probably the best the best the best pack you know you might not know where you're going but but sticking together through the desert might <laughs> yeah. be might be the best and um, yeah. and sharing so that's one of the big sort of guiding points of I think of this podcast but also of of overwhelmingly the legal the legal industry and it's exciting um and the desert can be good you know because you end up <laughs> at, a, at an oasis uh, in some, in some sense right uh, <laughs> yeah. but yeah I just wanted to share that was a very convoluted metaphor but but it gives me a lot of uh, hope that you know we're in the desert and that's okay. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. that's where we're at uh, effectively.
1: Yeah, definitely. And, uh, and I and I I think the world is changing so much faster now than uh, it used to be. But I think it's so interesting to kind of na- navigate in a more complex world. It's it's uh, that's and and that the, the 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 lawyers and the legal industry is a important part of that. I think it's just just great
0: i (laughs) I agree as well yes i agree as well totally Well, Christine, thank you so much for sitting down for another podcast of uh, this legal life. It was a pleasure to speak with you. I had the opportunity to talk about summer in Oslo, being in the desert, um, talking about uh, 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 naps on, on the porches and uh, and you know watching the sun go down, as well as complicated things like hiring. And we really talked about everything. Any, um, any takeaways for you? Tell us a little bit about uh, uh, the next six months, anything that's important for the firm.
1: Oh yes, um, I think um, since the, the the markets are so volatile, we, we really we really focus on being close to our clients and and uh, and really um, ramp up the client teams towards the important clients and make sure that we deliver what they need and have structured approaches. Since we are large law firm, we really need to to make sure that we everybody do their part in a way that we are um, happy with. And I think just um, being uh, proactive uh, is, is very important. Uh, that was not the case for law firms before, but now the focus on being proactive and, and, and sales is a word that that's very common these days. I think uh, um, that is the focus going forward and, and make sure that we adopt Uh, adopt to all the changes that that comes and deliver on client expectations and that is that is hard work but uh, (laughs) but something that's really rewarding because when we succeed we we just yeah it's such a kick
0: yes totally well we are going to wrap up thank you for another this legal life uh if you like it please like and subscribe please connect with christine on uh linkedin i know that she's on linkedin and uh all the all the other places and follow us on wherever you listen to podcasts give us a like if you like it okay everybody thank you so much and thank you very much to christine lindberg bye everyone